Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Hello everybody, welcome to Healing Ministries International. I'm so glad that you could join us. My name is Pastor Dion Hockey and a wonderful, what a wonderful opportunity to share this wonderful good news with you today. Hey, I'm excited to talk about the Unstoppable Church and uh, for the last couple of weeks we've been busy on this topic going through the lives of the great men and women of God of the of the past and uh, what made them unstoppable so i'm just doing an interesting study on these different characters of the bible and to learn what were their good and what were their bad traits and how satan attacked them and uh, how they defeated the works of the enemy and became unstoppable to continue doing the work of God. We are obviously living in the most exciting times uh, in human history. We are, uh, you know, if I was up last week on last week with you guys, and this is a new week for you, uh, think about this. We are one week closer to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is an undeniable fact. Listen, Jesus is coming back again. And we are in a tremendous, tremendous warfare in these last days. There is such a blatant attack upon Christianity. Uh, it is not even funny. Uh, you know, they are, it is, there's a two-edged sword that has fallen and that has brought a clear-cut division in the church, you know, where and in the world where it is good against bad, uh, evil against good, you know, God against the devil. Um, what people used to describe as wrong, have they've now made it good. And what people see as good, they've now turned it into bad. So we are in this tremendous, tremendous warfare. The Bible says that Satan walks around like a roaring lion, seeking those whom he may devour. The Bible says that um, even the elect in these last days will be deceived and if you and i are not rooted and grounded in the word of god if we are not steadfast in our relationship with jesus uh you know we can the devil can find an open door get his foot in and cause us to stumble and we do not want to stumble i'm telling you in these last days so you and i got to remember our mandate from god why is it important for us to be unstoppable because we have to fight for what we believe in. And I just want to remind you what all of this is about. It's about heaven and hell. There are people dying and there are people that are going to go to hell. In actual fact, there's not just a couple of people. There are millions upon millions upon millions of people who are going to die and go to hell. And it is your and my responsibility I'm going to put it even more earnest. It is your and my duty, mandate from God to tell the world about Jesus Christ. Remember, Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 is not a scripture that applies to the fivefold ministry or that applies to certain individuals. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 applies to everybody. And Jesus said, go out and make disciples of all the nations. 
We are to make disciples of all the nations. Amen. And we are, to, we are to not just make disciples, but we are to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He also said that we are to teach them everything that Jesus has commanded us. And the good news is the Bible says that God is with us even to the end of the age. So friend... The fact of the matter is that you and I, we have to be soul conscious. Are you hearing me? We've got to be conscious about people. We've got to be conscious about the people around us. We've got to think about our families. We've got to think about the people we work with, the people we go to school with, the people we go to university with, the people we are surrounded with every day. Your sphere of influence is what you need to concentrate right now on. You have to make sure that at least the people that are working with you, they need to know who you are, what you stand for what you believe in and at least somewhere my dear friend you've got to warn them about this end time that we are in we've got to warn people about hell we've got to warn them about the coming of jesus we've got to sound the trumpet we've got to sound the alarm amen if we don't do that then we are going to we are going to uh, lose so many precious people uh, you know good people people who should be in heaven but they're going to go to hell just because nobody was willing to tell them and i'm praying today that you will i will be unstoppable for jesus that we will proclaim this good news you know whether people are going to like us or despise us it doesn't matter what you and i are doing we're doing it for god and for his kingdom and for Jesus' sake. Amen. This is why God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whoever shall believe on Him will not perish but will have everlasting life. And we do not want to perish. Listen, I'm going to remind you, hell is a place of torment. Hell is a place of fire. The Bible speaks about the lake of fire. The Bible speaks about worms eating on your flesh. There'll be no end to this experience of burning in fire, this experience of worms eating on your flesh. Listen, I know it's horrible. And I know people say, wow, you mustn't speak about these things. You are going to make people afraid. Well, you know what? People need to be afraid of hell. People need to be afraid of, of this horrible place. And God did not intend for humans to go there. Did you know that? It wasn't God's purpose to send people to hell. He built hell for Satan and his demons. But because people are in rebellion and because people refuse to now listen to, to God and to obey God and to follow the ways of God, unfortunately, they too are going to go to hell. But remember this, God has always given us a free will. That's the good news. We have a free will. We have a free will. People say, well, why does God allow babies to die? And why does God let wars break out? And why does God? No, God has got nothing to do with that. God has given man a choice, a free will, and man is following his will. Don't blame God for everything that's going on. Amen. It's not God's fault. God has given us a choice to make. You have a choice whether you want to serve God or not serve God. But unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that, that God says in, um, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, 36 and onwards, He says that the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers. Now you and I who are watching, we are laborers for God and His kingdom. We are laborers. And you know, there's a guy in the Bible by the name of Daniel. 
And Daniel was an absolute brilliant example of, 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 uh, of being a follower of God and being obedient to God. And by that, he got a whole nation turning to God. Did you know that? I mean, he just turned so many people's lives around by just the way he, he, he followed God and went after God. You can go and read the story. I mean, in the book of Daniel chapter 6, we find that that Daniel, uh, you know, wasn't obedient to what King Darius said. He made up a, a, a contract or he made a degree and said that everybody should not pray to their gods or, or do anything. They only ought to go to King, King Darius, you know, Darius, and uh, they should consult him. And so the king made a decree. Now the reason uh, this all happened is because Daniel was excellent in his ways. He was, he was excelling. God had blessed him with knowledge and wisdom. And uh, you know the wonderful power that was upon his life. And people became jealous of that. And because the people became jealous, they tried to get rid of Daniel. They tried to kill him and get him out of the way. But Daniel was persistent in the work that he did. And because he was persistent, uh, you know, um, God saved him from the lion's den. Now, we are living in these end times. And what causes you and I to be, to be persistent? What causes you and I to be unstoppable for God and His kingdom? And I just want to quickly share this with you. Just a couple of, of the secrets of Daniel. And this is what you and I need to follow after. Amen. Number one, that God blessed Daniel with wisdom and discretion. And we see throughout the whole history of Daniel how God used him by using this discretion. He waited for the right time and opportunity to act um, and when he did so he did this with uh, with modesty he Daniel wasn't a man that was just in a hurry and did things he was always there busy with the things of God waiting on God and doing and obeying what God told him to do and so I just want to say this to you guys who are watching me that we mustn't be in a hurry in these last days don't become impatient wait on the Lord allow the Lord to direct you. Romans 8.14 says that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Let's be led by the Spirit of God. Let's not become impatient. Amen. Because when we become impatient, we become irresponsible and we do things that is stepping out of line of God and His will for our lives. So let's learn to wait upon the Lord. Number two, Daniel was a man of humility. He wasn't a man who was full of arrogance and pride. No, he was humble and he served God. Even when the decree came and, and, and he was told that he wasn't allowed to pray to his God or worship his God. No, he humbled himself, listen to this, to God. How? By not listening to what he was told not to do. He was humble before the Lord. And as his custom was, three times a day, Daniel would go and pray to God and wait on the Lord, you know, and bring thanks to the Lord and all of those things. And that caused the humility within him. And God blessed him because of that. He was an arrogant, prideful, and boastful of his knowledge, of his excellence, of his wisdom. He didn't let the whole world know who he was. He 
just served and did what he was told to do. And that brought such great promotion to him. And that opened up so many doors. So we need to understand to walk in humbleness. Amen. The Bible is very clear that says God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So what causes you and I to become unstoppable? We need to walk humbly before the Lord. We need to serve God humbly in the name of Jesus. Are you with me, family? That we are, uh, listen, when we understand what, what is lying ahead of us, that the kingdom of God is lying ahead of us, heaven is waiting for us, then you and I need to serve God humbly, be obedient to what God is saying. Number three, you know what made Daniel such an uh, uh, unstoppable man for, his, for God's kingdom was he was steadfast and uncompromising. Listen to this. He was uncompromising. Even though the king said, you are not allowed to worship your gods and do anything. Uh, he didn't listen to that. He listened to his heart and he obeyed God in every way. Da Daniel lived in a foreign culture. Think about this. And was continually pressured to give in to sinful customs and practices. In other words, he was put under peer pressure. Is that a familiar word? Peer pressure. How many people are put under peer pressure? If one jumps into the fire, then all of us follow and jump into the fire. Now, my dear friend, you can make a decision in your own life and you can do what, what you feel is right to do. You don't have to follow everybody else because what, what they do seems to be right. No, you can do what is right in the eyes of God. Amen. If you if you are in a group of people and and there is peer pressure where they tell you come and you gotta drink and get drunk and party with us and you know that is not what you want to do and that's not what God wants you to do break away from that say no thank you I'm not interested in doing this in actual fact you know in my life I used to be an alcoholic and I used to drink two bottles of brandy at a time you know and I used to smoke forty cigarettes and I used to gamble and do all of these things and then when I got that desire was taken away from me. I was not interested in living that way. And I remember after I got saved, how my friends would invite me to come and visit them. Friends I used to get drunk with and friends I used to party with. And then, you know, after I was saved, I lost that interest. And so when they invited me over, you know, to come and uh, visit with them, I didn't drink anymore. And these guys, my friends, would put me under peer pressure. They would say things like, oh, come on, you don't have to be such a serious Christian. You don't have to take things so, uh, so earnestly, you know, so serious. Relax. God loves you. And, and you know, Satan was behind those words. And he was, he was trying to tempt me to give into peer pressure. But thank God I was able to resist that and say, no. No, and with my conviction that I have and the knowledge of who God is, I just said, I'm not interested and I don't care. And gradually the friends, my friends saw, but I, I was serious with my decision in serving God and they started leaving me. In actual fact, up to this day, I've lost all my buddies, all my good friends. They not interested in visiting with me anymore and interested in, in, in having me come over to them. 
them. You know why? Because they know I'm serious with God. And the Bible is very clear that it says, what does light have to do with darkness? What has righteousness got to do with lawlessness? I'm not, I'm not interested in that. And I'm not going to allow peer pressure to force me to do things that I don't want to do. I am serving God for the last 31 years. My wife and I and my children, we are serving God steadfastly and we are not compromising in any form, way or fashion. Now some people will say that's too ridiculous or you're too much of a Christian or you take Christianity too serious. You know why? Because there's a hell. There is a hell that is waiting for those who do not want to serve God wholeheartedly. Amen. I'm not putting fear into you. I'm just telling you the truth. And because of, uh, and I'm not perfect. Come on, who's perfect? We all make mistakes, right? But I'm going to try and serve God to the best of my ability. And if I do make a mistake, <clears throat> excuse me, if I do make a mistake, I can always go back to the first book of John, chapter 1, verse 9, that says, if I will confess my my sins, God is faithful and just to forgive me my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. But I'm not going to deliberately fall in sin and I'm not going to deliberately give in to pressure just to prove to the people that I am, uh, you know, a, a normal person. No, <clears throat> I'm a servant of the Most High God. Think about this. Daniel had much courage. And Daniel was very bold. He pronounced the true meaning of dreams and visions, even when those would be negative and unpopular. You know that when the when the when the uh, the kings had these dreams and. And they had to interpret the dreams. The dreams were very straightforward. And Daniel spoke the truth to the king. He didn't compromise. He was bold he, in, his, in his talking. He was bold in explaining what he was saying. And, and this is what I found with many Christians today, that they are too afraid to be bold and to speak the truth. They're afraid that they are going to offend people or they're going to hurt somebody's feelings. And, you know, we, we, we mustn't be afraid of that you know um, uh, if you are going to be afraid of telling somebody the truth and you're afraid that you're going to offend them and hurt their feelings guess what happens you are being a compromiser and the you could just be talking to somebody by sharing the truth of them that could save them and pull them out of the kingdom of darkness and put them into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. So Daniel was a man of great courage. Think about that. When the decree went out and said you're not allowed to pray and, you, and worship your God, you only had to follow uh, the king's orders, you know, and, and go to him for counsel and whatever. Uh, Daniel, with great courage, he had his window open, and uh, the whole world could see him do what he did every day. He knelt down and he prayed openly to God, and he was not afraid. Let's face it, that takes great courage. It takes great courage to stand up in the public place. It takes great courage to stand uh, amongst your worldly friends and to say I'm not going to compromise and, and, and fall back into my old ways, the very things that God has delivered me. It takes courage. It takes boldness to, to be strong like that in the presence of God. Can you say amen? We should not be compromisers. 
So we learn from Daniel's examples in all the areas of his strengths. And uh, these alone compromise numerous lessons. There are so many lessons that we can learn from his life. Also, Daniel's life, like Ruth and Joseph, we see that God protects and blesses those who seek him and put him first. Hallelujah. On several occasions, Daniel risked his life in order to follow God and to uh, and God protected him through all of that. So think about this. Because of the jealousy that were there and Daniel serving God openly and faithfully and uh, they threw him into the lion's den. King Darius didn't want to do that. King Darius loved Daniel. He loved his, uh, his uh, <coughs> uprightness and uh, his, uh, his truthfulness. And he, King Darius knew he was strict into signing that degree. And, and, and obviously he has Daniel who wouldn't compromise. So he gets thrown into the lion's den. But God, by His grace and mercy, we know this now, comes and shuts the mouths of the lions. And the lions did not kill Daniel. And uh, what I find interesting is that, is that King Darius that day was praying for him right through the night, praying for him. And uh, Darius even had the faith in his God, in Daniel's God, by saying that your God will deliver you, Daniel. He knew that. And so the next morning when King Darius went over to the lion's den, he called out and he said, Daniel, has your God been able to deliver you? And Daniel said, yep, God delivered me. He sent an angel and shut the lion's mouths and the lions did not harm me. And guess what happened? When Daniel came out, the king was so furious that those guys who tricked Daniel, they got all thrown into, into the lion's den and they were all killed. The point is that Jesus, God, will protect you if you stand up for righteousness, holiness, and purity. God will stand up for those who are praying. God will stand up for those who will not compromise. God will stand up for those who walk in righteousness and who are willing to serve the Lord. Really, my friend, I'm asking God today that he will help you in this difficult time. Alrighty? God throws down the prideful and he raises up the humble. God throws down those who are full of pride and he will raise up the humble just like he did with Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar and the other satraps were all prideful. But God punished all of them. But Daniel was humble and obedient. And God honored him by raising him up to positions of leadership. Giving him long life. Entrusting vision and dreams to him as well as with materials. So when we follow God and we are obedient to God and we serve God like Daniel. Listen, God comes and he brings promotion. Even in the most difficult times that you will find yourself in, God comes and He promotes you. He will help you. He will, he will guide you in these times that we are living in. So I'm, I'm asking you today as I speak to you again out of the life of Daniel who was a prayer, who was a man of excellence, who was a worshiper of the Most High God, who did not fear the people around him, who was not a compromiser, but who lived righteously. And because of that, God delivered him many times. God blessed him. God gave him promotion. I'm asking you, let's as well live like Daniel. Let's have a spirit of excellence inside of us. Let's show the world who our God is. 
Let's not be afraid of who we are and who we worship. But let the people around you know that you are a God-fearing man, a God-fearing woman. Be faithful in your prayer. Be faithful in the studying of the word. Be faithful in everything that you do and you will see how God will deliver you. Just like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, when they refused to bow down and worship that big old statue, you know, they were not afraid. They didn't compromise. God came. God delivered them. God helped them. Amen. When David was faced with Goliath and the armies of Israel were so afraid, that you know David wasn't afraid of Goliath he knew his God would protect him he knew his God would deliver him and so uh, that's what he did he went and he fought Goliath and he had the victory and I'm telling you today God will give you the victory God will give you the upper hand if you will stay faithful in serving God just like Daniel and this is my message today Let's have the spirit of excellence inside of us like Daniel had. You'll have persecution. You'll have jealousy. You'll have people lying about you, speaking about you, cheating on you. But God will be faithful to protect you and to help you in this time. Amen. I hope you're hearing this message coming through from me to you from the Lord. Father, I pray for every man and woman that is watching us right now. And Lord, even though the devil is raising up people to come against us and to attack us and to hurt us, uh, Father, for what we believe and stand, I pray, my God, that you will deliver everybody from the works of the devil in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, for your anointing to rest upon every man and woman in Jesus' name. Father God, like Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego who were in the, the fire. Jesus, you walked with them in the fire. Like Daniel, Father, who was in the lion's den and you shut the mouths of the lions. I pray today, Jesus, that you will be in the fire with everybody that is watching this program. People who are suffering loss, people who are suffering injuries, hurt, sickness, calamity, poverty, destruction. Walk with them in the fire, Lord. But I also pray, God, that those who are talking against us, who are coming against us, who are, who are attacking us unreasonably, who are, who are giving false accusations against us, Lord, I pray, God, that you will come and you will take those people out in the name of Jesus. Remove them, Father God, because we are God-fearing people. Bless your people, Lord. I pray this in Jesus' name. I pray that you'll touch your people now and protect your people like you did Daniel in Jesus' name. But Lord, I also pray for all those that are watching that a spirit of excellence will come upon each and every one of us. That we will be upright with you, Father. That we will trust in you through every situation that we find ourselves in. That we will be full of courage, Lord. We will be courageous, uh, Father, with you. I pray, Father God, that you will deliver us from wicked and unreasonable men. That we will be prayerful. That we will be studying the word, Lord. And that we will be witnesses for your kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, bless your people, I pray, right now in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Hey, remember to follow us on Facebook. We are on YouTube. We are on Instagram. You can follow us on, on these social medias. There's podcasts and everything that you can uh, learn from and hear from us. Remember, every Sunday night through Wednesday, we are teaching the Word of God. And I'm busy on a series uh, teaching on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's powerful teaching, powerful time. But uh, I want to encourage you, follow us. If you are interested in our ministry, you can go to our website, www.dionhockey.org, and you can get to see a lot more of us and get to know a lot more of us. Amen. But I'm just praying today that that which was upon Daniel will come upon each and every one of us in this time that we are in. The Lord bless you. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.